I'm Ken Benson, President and CEO of SIFMA. I want to welcome you to another episode of the SIFMA Wealth Management Leadership Podcast Series, where we speak with industry leaders on different trends and approaches to enhancing the investor-client relationship. Today, we're joined by Ken Sella of Edward Jones for a discussion on how to plan for the new retirement, as well as the pandemic's role in driving first-time legacy planning. Ken leads the Edward Jones Client Strategies Group, which includes advice and guidance, products, and marketing. Ken also serves on the Edward Jones Executive Committee, the team responsible for defining the future state for Edward Jones to fulfill its purpose to partner for positive impact to improve the lives of clients and colleagues and together, better communities and society. He is the Senior Executive Sponsor of Edward Jones's Hispanic Business Resource Group and serves on SIFMA's Board of Directors, SIFMA's Executive Committee, and chairs SIFMA's Board Subcommittee on Private Client and Wealth Management. Ken, it's great to have you here today. You know, as well as I do, that the financial services industry continues to evolve to better serve our clients' ever-changing needs, and that was particularly evident uh, during the onset of the pandemic. Edward Jones has done several fascinating studies to look at how the pandemic has reshaped the way investors view retirement, as well as how it's changed uh, our conversations around planning for the future. So maybe uh, uh, before we dive into the pandemic's impact, uh, why don't you tell us more about Edward Jones's holistic look at retirement and walk us through what you identify as the four pillars of the new retirement? You bet, Ken. And uh, I'll just underscore that word new retirement because uh, we really sought in this study to understand what our clients uh, thought about retirement uh, in, in a new way of thinking. And so the new retirement no longer means the end of work, uh, but really uh, it's, it's more about having greater freedom to choose whether and how much uh, someone wants to work uh, and what else they wanna do with their time. So our research uh, in partnership with AgeWave and the Harris Poll revealed the four key ingredients for living well in this, again, underscore new retirement. And, and we really uh, discerned that there are four pillars that really matter to people. Their health, their family, having a sense of purpose in what they do, and having a financial situation that underscores their ability to do those first three things. So let me, uh, if, you, if, I, if I can, let me start with, with health, Ken. Uh, physical health naturally declines with age. I think we all have experienced that to some degree, uh, but our research also shows that mental health, psychological and emotionally, uh, actually rises. And so there's some level of resilience uh, that, that we build as individuals. And overall, our health spans do not match our lifespans with older Americans living an average of 10 years in poor health, uh, an important thing to really get our minds around. And the cognitive or, or brain health is of supreme importance uh, and worry for retirees. That was very clear in this study. We know that Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia are the conditions they fear the most. Uh, that came through loud and clear. Right in the middle of the pandemic, we asked that question about what, what they fear the most, and it, and it was Alzheimer's, more than cancer, heart attack, or even infectious diseases like COVID-19. So uh, most retirees really draw their greatest nourishment from family relationships. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about health, but let me, let me switch to family. For most Americans today, family extends beyond blood relatives to include families of infinity. You know, we all have uh, different relationships with different individuals. And for some people, those extended family relationships are, are really a part of that inner circle. Generational generosity is the rule with retirees willing to do whatever it takes 
personally and financially to support family members in need, even when it meant sacrificing their own financial security. This really came to life through this research, uh, which again happened right in the middle of the pandemic when people really needed help. Um, and we also found out that retirees without close connections to family and friends face greater risks of physical and social isolation, which also became a very real issue in these last several months. You know, can retirees with a strong sense of purpose are happier, healthier, and live longer? So now we're going into the purpose pillar. Uh, people report that deriving their strongest sense of purpose from spending time with loved ones was really key. They also face a new challenge and opportunity in how to use their newfound time affluence. This is something that really came through. You know, when someone enters this new retirement phase, you know, it's, it's, it's a new chapter. It's an opportunity uh, to take that time and invest it. This time affluence was a really central theme. They don't just wanna keep busy, they wanna spend their time in useful ways and rewarding ways. And a striking 89% of all Americans agree that there should be more ways for retirees to help in their community. So they're looking to get involved. And finally, the fourth pillar, uh, the financial goal of the vast majority of retirees is not to accumulate wealth in and of itself, but to have sufficient resources to provide security and freedom to live in this next chap chapter of their lives the way that they want to, focused on the things that they care about. Many retirees find that managing money in retirement can be even more challenging than it was to save money for retirement. Even in today's volatile markets, the retirees' greatest financial worry is the cost of healthcare and long-term care. That remains the single largest expense for retirees. The key to financial preparation is looking holistically at how one wants to live in retirement and not just how much money may be needed. So that really came through loud and clear. So Ken, those are the four pillars. And we really found that um, you know, those four defined for us um, so much of what people are thinking about in this in this new version of retirement. You know, that's really it, it's 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 on the one hand really fascinating and unpacking it that way, and on the other hand, it, you know, it really logical when you think about it. But I, but I don't think people have really thought about it that way, and and really, it does give a whole new look to the whole how you look at retirement, and 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 more so than I think we have in society as in the past. Um, let me move, move on to, or, you know, earlier this year, Edward Jones put out an excellent uh, study looking at the pandemic's impact on the four pillars of, of new retirement called What a Difference a Year Makes. What are some of the main takeaways from that? Yeah, Ken, there were several, um, but, but why don't I do this? Let me start with uh, some of the silver linings, if you will, from the pandemic, and there were some. Um, our, our research revealed uh, earlier in the year that 76% of Americans say they focused on what's most important in life. So they really reprioritized their time. The pandemic forced that sense of, you know, prioritization to what's most important. And then 70% of Americans in the study said that the pandemic caused them to pay more attention to their long-term finances. Um, they really took the time to review it and, and to really understand how those financial uh, matters really lined up with uh, what's most important. And then 61% of retirees said the pandemic gave them more appreciation for what's really meaningful in life. So there were some silver linings and, and that was really helpful to see that come through in the study. Unfortunately though, the pandemic has drastically altered the course of retirement for many Americans. And oftentimes this is a different group. Um, 69 million Americans said COVID-19 has altered their retirement timing 
and a third of those planning to retire say their retirement has been delayed and primarily due to financial reasons. As many as 22 million Americans stopped making monthly retirement plan contributions during the pandemic. And so this was alarming. Um, and families have also been impacted. 24 million Americans have provided financial support to adult children due to the pandemic. And this was staggering for us. Uh, more than 70% of retirees are willing to provide this kind of financial support, even if it jeopardized their own financial future. And so Ken, these were some of the trends that really came through that one wouldn't necessarily be looking for uh, in the course of providing financial uh, um, you know, advice and support to our clients, uh, but really revealing. Yeah, it really underscores that the the broad impact of the pandemic and and how it has had an impact on on virtually everyone uh, uh, across the country. And it's also particularly interesting and and, and troubling, uh, as you said, uh, with regard to the number of Americans who halted or reduced payments uh, to their uh, retirement savings, but also uh, positive in 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 those who are contributed more. And then the whole question of delaying retirement altogether. You know, as we look at all of these uh, the numbers in your study and, and the results, what does that mean for the role of the financial advisor and how they help their clients weather a, a storm some, like something like the COVID pandemic? Yeah, you bet. Um, as we continue to weather the impacts of the pandemic, uh, those numbers are continuing to grow. Our most recent data shows that nearly 50 million American adults of all ages who plan to retire, 34% um, completely stopped or reduced their retirement contributions during the pandemic. Even more alarming is that 38 million American adults of all ages who plan to retire, 27% um, of those say they withdrew money from their retirement savings uh, or their 401k plan because of the pandemic. So again, parents with children in the household are even more likely to have done so um, at 35%. You know, a financial advisor can help navigate the impact of the pandemic and help clients get back on track to set new goals. I think that's the thing that I really wanna highlight, Ken. All these things have happened, but a financial advisor can really help. Clients are looking for a financial advisor to be their guide in this way, someone who can understand them, their unique needs, and then help them to achieve their personal financial goals. Our financial advisors cultivate deep and meaningful relationships. We believe that's our competitive advantage. Um, and when they do that with their clients through goals-based advice and provide a solutions-based approach that establishes a framework for long-term success, that helps our clients stay on course even during volatile times because they can go back to that framework and that plan uh, that, that their, their financial advisor helped with as, as they were guiding them. A financial advisor can provide holistic guidance ranging from education on personal finance and planning for long-term care expenses to the very tactical decisions such as when to start social security benefits. That's what we're here to do, Ken. That's, that, that's really interesting. Um, maybe <clears throat> shifting gears a little bit, you know, you also recently released new da data on the pandemic's impact on legacy planning. Can you walk us through what you found? Yeah, this was fascinating work. Um, something that, you know, we all think about from time to time is our legacy. And according to our latest data in partnership with AgeWave and the Harris Poll, a third of U.S. adults report that the pandemic triggered conversations with close family members about their end-of-life uh, plans and preferences. For about 44.5 million Americans, uh, these first-time discussions about topics such as finances 
health and legal plans were really revealing. These conversations come at an opportune time as 66% of Americans also report that the pandemic has made them think more about the kind of legacy they wanna to leave to their families, such as um, lasting memories from shared experiences, uh, life lessons and values. Those are things that people really wanna pass on. And then of course, an inheritance. Um, those are, those are uh, really important as well, but these lasting memories and life lessons really preceded uh, the, the inheritance. Certainly tough, but important conversations to have about end of life and legacy plans. And with the holidays coming up, families might be spending more time together, hopefully more time this year than last year. Uh, is it the right time to have these conversations? And if not, when is the right time? Yeah, Ken, this is, this is so, um, so important. Um, these conversations are, are really key uh, and they can be emotionally charged. Uh, so our research found that three in five U.S. adults report that there are barriers when it comes to having family discussions about important financial topics. Uh, the top three roadblocks include avoiding family conflict, attempting to avoid burdening family members with their finances, and being too uncomfortable to discuss these topics. I don't know about you, Ken, but those all, those all seem very natural to me. Um, the holiday table may not be the best place to bring these topics up uh, if you want everyone to stick around for dessert. So um, instead, it's probably helpful to be intentional and set time with family members to have a conversation. And this is back where a financial advisor can be a guide and really help with this. Giving everyone a little more time to prepare emotionally and even come to the table with questions can help set the stage for a calm, productive conversation around legacy planning. And often uh, facilitating this with a third party like a financial advisor can be very productive. And, and what advice would you give to folks with retired or aging parents about how to approach these conversations? And again, you, you mentioned the role of the financial advisor, you know, how do they help in, as it relates to senior investors and in having these discussions with their families? Yeah, such an important question, Ken. Um, a financial advisor can help facilitate conversations and make things a little bit easier for family members by really just getting into the uh, financial concerns and, and starting to understand that. Um, also getting a picture of their intergenerational needs. And oftentimes what comes up in these conversations are the end of life financial considerations that, uh, that people have. So it's really, really important. One encouraging data point that we uncovered was that 22 million Americans began working with a financial advisor for the first time during the pandemic. So that was really promising. That's particularly interesting. So finally, as the way we approach retirement continues to evolve, what do you see on the horizon as we come out of the pandemic? And, and what do we have to look forward to? And what are some of the challenges ahead? That's, uh, that's a little bit of looking into the future. And I don't think any of us can predict what the world will look like tomorrow or one year from now. What I can say is that for us at Edward Jones, our human-centered approach will continue to be the hallmark of our business. It has been, and it will continue to be. And this means understanding and serving clients through deep personal relationships. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, meeting their needs across their lives in a way that's really most important to them because every individual Every couple, every family has different and unique needs. Our clients' personal well-being and financial well-being are equally important. And so we're trying to focus on both, Ken, both that personal well-being as well as their financial well-being. That really came out in these four pillars. As clients and investors' uh, expectations change, we see technology playing a bigger and more important role 
complementing the human-centered device while making financial advisors more efficient and effective in the way that they uh, support and guide their clients. And I know we'll continue to be driven by our purpose, which is to partner for positive impact, to improve the lives of our clients and colleagues and together better our communities and really society as a whole. We believe there is power and purpose and in working together to make our world a better place, just as we do together on the SIFMA board, Ken. We believe in the power of human relationships um, that are based on serving each other's needs and really for the greater good of society. Ken, thank you so much uh, for talking uh, with me today on, on these really critical issues. Uh, and uh, uh, for more information on the investor-client relationship and the role of the financial advisor, uh, go to www.sifma.org. And uh, thank you, for, uh, Ken, again, for being here with us today. And thank all of our listeners for listening in. Thank you, Ken.